Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glory to God, glory to God. I trust all is well with you this evening. Glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. You are welcome, you are welcome, you are welcome. Saint your hands. You are welcome. God bless you for joining us this evening. Well, that's afternoon from Connecticut. God richly bless you. Agnes, you are welcome. God richly bless you. God bless you. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. God bless you for joining us this evening. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. As usual, I'd like to encourage every one of us to start sharing. I invite everyone that you know to join us this evening on this platform. For before you say I do, it's going to be an awesome session. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Please watch this video as we get ourselves ready. God bless. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK. The Happy Church presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and titles. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please, as usual, we'd like to encourage every one of us to start sharing, start sharing, and invite as many people that you know to join us on this platform. This evening, we're dealing with enhancing your relationship by divine wisdom. Enhancing your relationship by engaging divine wisdom, by engaging divine wisdom. So once again, you're all welcome. Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome. God richly bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Glory to God. Now, wisdom keys. Enhancing your relationship by engaging divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. So wisdom keys that will help you to build strong relationships and families. The theme is before you say I do. What are some of the things that we need to know before we say I do? Number one, before you say I do, and in any relationship that you want to last, one of the major, major characteristics and one of the major tools that we need to build is what I call wisdom capacity. Wisdom capacity. Wisdom capacity. Enhancing your relationship by divine wisdom. Enhancing your relationship by divine wisdom. Now, if there are four kinds of wisdom in James chapter 3, James chapter 3 from verse 15 to 17. James chapter 3, verse 15 to 17. James 3, 15 to 17 describes the four kinds of wisdom. The four kinds of wisdom. Number one, it talks about sensual wisdom, that's S-E-N-S-U-A-L. Sensual wisdom or intellectual wisdom. There are four kinds of wisdom. If you're going to have a lasting relationship, a productive relationship, whether on your job, whether in marriage, or whether single, whichever, you need to engage in what I call building wisdom capacity. Bikemi Balunga, God bless you for joining us on Instagram. There are four kinds of wisdom. First of all, we have sensual wisdom or intellectual wisdom. I'm going to explain very soon why we need 
to know these kinds of wisdom and why we need to engage the superior kind of wisdom in uh, the relationships we are involved in. So James chapter 3, we're looking at enhancing our relationship by engaging divine wisdom. Uh, this wisdom, the Bible says, James chapter 3, 15 to 17, says, This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and strife seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So, it's describing the four kinds of wisdom that exist in this world. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it's earthly, sensual, demonic, for, but where envy and strife and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. But this wisdom that is from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. So it tells you there are four kinds of wisdom. Number one, the sensual or intellectual wisdom. Number two, devilish or diabolical wisdom. Number three, earthly or worldly wisdom. And it says there, but where there's envy and self-seeking. So in a relationship where there's envy, self-seeking, confusion, and every evil work are found there, that tells you right there, that is not the kind of wisdom that you want to operate in. At least that is not the highest and that's not the best. Then it says, and then divine wisdom, divine wisdom, which is peaceable, is pure, is gentle, willing to heal, full of mercy, good force, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So that is what we want to want to focus on divine wisdom, divine wisdom, engaging divine wisdom, engaging divine wisdom to enhance your relationship, whether it's friendly relationship, <clears throat> platonic relationship, romantic relationship, whichever kind of relationship, the Bible tells us there are four kinds of relationships, earthly, sensual, demonic, and then divine wisdom. So before you say I do, it's important that you learn to build wisdom capacity. Don't build your life, your career, your business, your ministry, your family, or relationship on or with just common sense or the opinions of men. Sometimes you ask somebody, why are you doing the things that you're doing? <laughs> he says, my auntie did it that way, my uncle did it that way, my friend told me this is what we do and this is how we handle issues, only to discover that you are exhibiting earthly wisdom, sensual wisdom, or demonic uh, wisdom, which creates all kinds of problems. So, learn to build wisdom capacity, wisdom capacity, divine wisdom capacity, operating in divine wisdom, operating in divine wisdom. Build wisdom capacity. In other words, take time to build wisdom. Scripture also says, if any lack wisdom, because sometimes what some people describe as wisdom or describe as God's kind of wisdom or biblical wisdom is them using their mind to solve, solve problems. Somebody does something to them and says, I'll give you my, I'll give you a piece of my mind or I'll give you my opinion which does not result in the outcome that we are all looking for. So don't build your life based on other people's opinion and don't build your life based on common sense. Common sense, you will fail at all times. One major ingredient that all of us need to learn to build prior to marriage, within marriage, or, and in every kind of relationship is what I call this building wisdom, building wisdom capacity. So, I repeat, before you say I do, Nana Poku, you're welcome. God richly bless you. My twin brother, my twin brother says, I want you to know, God bless you, my twin brother. More grace, more grace, and happy birthday again to my twin brother. Glory to God, he was 53 yesterday. Glory to God, 
Glory to God. Two days ago. Hallelujah. Thank God. Happy birthday once again. Bishop Gideon Titi Offer. Hallelujah. So we are looking at building wisdom capacity in your relationship. Before you say I do, build wisdom capacity. Don't build your life. Don't build your career. Don't build your business. Don't build your ministry. Don't build your family or relationship with common sense or the opinions of men. Build it with divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is above all. The Bible says, he that is from above is above all. If you are engaging and you are using divine wisdom, you'll be operating in wisdom that is above all. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, which is what most of us lack when it comes to dealing with issues, and especially when it comes to relationships with wisdom, if any of you lack wisdom, we do definitely that we lack wisdom in certain areas of our lives. Divine wisdom is key. Divine wisdom is key. So we don't offer people our opinion or what Uncle Siki said or what a friend of ours said or, you know, all manner of opinions of men. Divine wisdom is key. We need to make so, so we don't make so many mistakes or wrong choices or decisions. Remember, my twin brother said one day, he said, right choices lead to good decisions. Wrong choices lead to bad decisions. Right choices leads to good decisions. Wrong choices lead to bad decisions. Why do we make right choices? Or what's the basis on our make, uh, the basis for our making right choices? And what's the basis for our making wrong choices? It's all based on the information that is available to us or information that is not available to us. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. If you have the right information, and if wisdom is the proper application of knowledge, if you have the right information, you will make good decisions. If you have the wrong information, you will make wrong choices and you will make wrong decisions. So, before you say, I do, and in any relationship, you want what you want to do is to start building wisdom capacity. Wisdom capacity. Don't build your life. Don't build anything that you're doing um, on just common sense. Common sense or the opinions of men, but build Wisdom capacity, build your life, build your relationship, build your career, build everything on divine, on divine wisdom or with divine wisdom. And divine wisdom is God's kind of wisdom. I'm telling you, if some of us knew what I'm teaching you right now, all the things that we know right now from the beginning, I'm telling you, I'm sure we would have made the kind of mistakes now remember, thank God that we have this desire to always learn and become better than we <laughs> have been before. Uh, since your hands, if you are not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. That's a powerful statement. If you are not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. That's a good one. As usual, keep sharing. Keep sharing. Many more people need to be enlightened by this, by this secret of divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Amazing that when Solomon was asked, what do you want me to do for you? Guess what Solomon asked? I need an understanding heart, divine wisdom, to be able to rule your people. Guess what God said? Because he didn't ask for, the, for money, he didn't ask for the, the head or the life of your enemies and all that. I'm going to give you this wisdom to rule my people. And in addition to the wisdom, I'm going to give you riches and wealth such as no one has ever seen before. Amazing. And from that scripture we discover that wisdom, through wisdom, wealth comes through wisdom. Rich, riches and all these things comes through this wisdom that I'm talking about. Don't answer your wife. Don't answer your husband. Don't answer your spouse. Don't answer your fiancé with common sense or just earthly wisdom. Answer with the wisdom that is superior to all kinds of wisdom, which is called divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Now, why do we need divine wisdom? Why do we need to cultivate and build with divine wisdom, i.e. God, I call it God's sense, divine wisdom. Why do we need to build with divine wisdom? Why? Because common sense brings common results. 
but divine sense brings divine results. Please write that down. Why do we need to build with divine wisdom? Building our ministry, building our business, building our relationship, building our family. Why do we need to build with divine wisdom? Because common sense brings common results. But divine wisdom brings divine results. Common sense brings common results. But there is a higher. There is a higher. Intellectual wisdom brings powerful results. Earthly wisdom, common sense brings certain kinds of results. Common sense brings common results. But divine wisdom brings results that is beyond this place, beyond this place, beyond this place, beyond this place. Very, very important. Very important. Common sense brings common results, which is good enough, but it's not the best. Common sense brings common results, but divine sense brings divine results. Results that are not of this place. Results that are, are, cannot be questioned. No wonder, I think it's Proverbs 21, 15, where it says, is it Proverbs 21, 15, or John 21, 15, where it says, I'll give you a, the kind of wisdom that no man can dispute. I will give you the kind of wisdom that cannot be disputed, that cannot be contradicted, that cannot be reproved, that cannot be argued against. I'm telling you, we're talking about in these last days, the mountain of the lost house shall be established on top of the mountains and shall be exalted above all hills, and all nations shall flow to ask the church. All nations shall flow and come to ask for answers. Because the kind of results that will be commanding are results that are out of this place. The results that will be commanding are results that cannot be explained, cannot be refuted, cannot be reproved, cannot be contradicted. We're talking about higher results such like the one that Joseph operated in that when he interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. The Bible says, Pharaoh said, where can we find someone as wise and as discreet as you? Where can we find such a person that he was made number two in Egypt? We're talking about this individual was a foreigner, was a slave. And in those days, if you were a slave, you are the property of the one who bought you. And yet, this guy comes straight, thank you very much, Mama B, Luke 21, 15. I will give you a mouth. This is what, this is what I'm talking about. We're looking at the kind of wisdom that cannot be disputed. Us working in the kind of wisdom, whether it's our marriages, our relationships, our, our, our businesses, our careers, our professions, things that we set our hands to. It says, I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict. You open your mouth and you speak and people say, my goodness, your husband says, my goodness, what kind of wisdom is this? Or your wife says, uh, my goodness, what kind of wisdom is it? Or your, your leadership or your friends, they say, I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. This is what I'm talking about. Operating by divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Wisdom that is not from this place. The wisdom that is from above. Can you imagine if you get into a disagreement or argument? with your partner, your spouse, or fiancé, or whatever, and then your, the answer that you bring, for instance, Bible says, be quick to hear, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. <laughs> In the natural, that is not the way you want to respond to certain things that you've heard that you are not happy with. Say, be quick to hear, be slow to speak. That is not, that is not common sense. That is not ordinary. No, no, I want to give this person a piece of my mind. I want to give this person a piece of my mind. But by the end of the day, by giving them a piece of my mind, like my wife said to me years ago, women have the memory of an elephant. <laughs> and they don't forget. I tell you, they can remember what you said in 1952, even though you were not born. <laughs> Very powerful. Before you say I do, and even practice after you say, I do. Divine wisdom is what we need to operate in. Wisdom that can, and, and thank God, God, the, the scripture says, I will give you. No wonder it says, if any lack wisdom in any area, it said, let them ask of me. For I give 
freely and liberally without abrading. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely very, very important. Very, very important, very, very important. So, I will give you a mouth and I will give you wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to contradict or dispute. Very, very important. So, why do we need to build wisdom or divine wisdom? Why do we need to build this kind of wisdom in our relationships, in our going out and in our coming in? Why do we need? Because common sense brings common results, but divine sense brings divine results. And then number two, wisdom is the principal thing. My God, wisdom is the principal thing. We're talking about enhancing our relationships by divine wisdom. By divine wisdom. Wisdom, number two, is the principal thing. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. In our colleges, high schools, the head of those institutions are called Principals, principals, in other words, the head of that particular organization, the head of that particular organization. So, the principal being the head, which means, and it says, wisdom is the principal thing. That is the most important thing that you need to get in all your getting. It says, get wisdom, and in all your getting of wisdom, get understanding. So, if you understand certain things, like the Bible says, dwell with your wives according to knowledge. If you have understanding, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, very present, wisdom is the principal thing in all your getting, get wisdom. In all your getting, wisdom is the principal thing. Listen, love is not the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. It says, in all your getting, get understanding. Love is important. Being in love is important, but love is not the principal thing. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. You are going into a relationship with somebody. Remember that wisdom is the principal thing. Not love is the principal thing. You are in love. We understand, but go get wisdom. If you are in love, glory to God. You love somebody, glory to God. But what is going to make this thing work is wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. So it's voluntary. <laughs> get wisdom. Go seek wisdom about this thing you're about to enter into. Get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. Understanding makes you outstanding. Get wisdom. Get the right information about what it is that you are going to get yourself into. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get understanding. Get understanding. Get understanding. So, why should we go for wisdom? Wisdom is the principal thing. In all your getting, get wisdom. Get understanding. If you want this thing to last, wisdom. Wisdom is the key. Love is not the principal thing. <laughs> wisdom is the principal thing. You don't pay bills with love. You pay bills with wisdom. Glory <laughs> to God. In all you're getting, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Very powerful. Then number three, we're looking at enhancing our relationships through divine wisdom. Enhancing our relationships through divine wisdom. You can be in love, but without wisdom, love can be destroyed. Without wisdom. Without wisdom. So, seek wisdom daily. Seek wisdom daily and go for the highest form of wisdom, which is divine wisdom. Why is wisdom so important? Number three, wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than strength. It says, a wise warrior. Is better than a strong one and a man of knowledge than one of strength. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5. Proverbs 24, verse 5. Normally in our workplaces and our relationships, sometimes we try to play the power game in order to survive. Someone once said, it is important to be strong and powerful than others. He says it's important to be um, strong and powerful than others. If you want to progress in your career and to be successful, some, same, some apply the same principle 
in their relationship. They said, if you want, it's important to be strong and powerful than others. And if you want to progress in your career and to be successful. That was somebody's opinion. The opinion was, it is important to be strong and powerful than others. If you want to progress in your career and be successful. Unfortunately, some people apply this particular principle in their relationships of wanting to be strong and powerful than others and end up having serious problems. Proverbs 24, verse 5, once again, says, A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strength, increases strength, increases strength. If some people apply this particular principle that we're talking about where they say it's important that if you want, if you want to progress, you must be strong and powerful. But listen, it says wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than strength. That is why it's important for us to apply the law of um, divine wisdom. Build wisdom capacity. Build divine wisdom. Build and operate in divine wisdom. So we've seen earthly wisdom, diabolical wisdom, sensual wisdom, and then we have what we call divine wisdom, biblical wisdom, biblical wisdom, which we need to apply in our relationships so we can get the best out of one another. Wisdom, supernatural wisdom is the key that we are looking for. Supernatural wisdom is what will make things happen. Watch this clip briefly, and then we shall be back. Do it. God bless. The Ministry Package was designed and written by Dr. Michael Hottenwood to help aspiring and experienced ministers of the gospel identify their assignment, maximize their God-given potential, fulfill their destiny and those entrusted to them. Learn principles that will help you to leave an ancient landmark for generations to come. Every legitimate ministry must begin with a certified sending. Because it's the sender who confirms what he told you to go and say. You don't build a ministry on people's gifts and talent. That is not the primary. You don't build a church on the pastor's gift of working of miracles. You build a church on the word. That concludes What is Ministry? Taking the struggle out of ministry and generating finances for ministry. A must for your library. Order yours today and receive a special discount on the entire package. Please call, write, or visit our website using the information on your screen. Glory to God, glory to God. Divine wisdom is what we are talking about. Enhancing your career, enhancing your life, enhancing your profession, enhancing your relationships by divine wisdom. Sandra B1689, once again, you are welcome. God bless you. Biblical wisdom, divine wisdom, is very different from worldly wisdom. Biblical wisdom comes from God, and it concerns both the spirit and the mind. Biblical wisdom. Biblical wisdom is superior to all kinds of wisdom. With the mind, you seek wisdom for yourself, but with the spirit, you seek wisdom that could help others. With the mind, you seek wisdom to build your own life. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that helps you to live a sacrificial and giving life. See the difference? Very, very important. With the mind, you seek wisdom to please your ego. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that helps you to live a sacrificial and given life. So, if you're going to get into a relationship with somebody, you have to be very selfless. You have to be sacrificial. With the mind, you seek wisdom for yourself. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that could help others. <laughs> That's the difference. With the mind, you seek wisdom for yourself. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that could help others. With the mind, you seek wisdom to build your own life. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that can build something good, both for God's kingdom, for your spouse, and for your family. With the mind, you seek wisdom to please your ego. But with the spirit, you seek wisdom that helps you to live a sacrificial and giving life. 
Bringing somebody else into your life requires that you are sacrificial, that you are selfless, that you are somebody who is generous and somebody who maintains what? A giving life. Seek for godly wisdom and it will strengthen you in everything that you do. Seek for godly wisdom, enhancing your relationship by godly wisdom, biblical wisdom. The kind of wisdom that Daniel operated in could not be disputed, could not be contradicted, could not be reproved. They couldn't, they couldn't defeat Daniel. They couldn't defeat Daniel because he was operating in the kind of wisdom that was superior to any kind of wisdom. Daniel's wisdom was not from this place. Daniel's wisdom was far from this particular place. It's absolutely important. We need this divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. There have been times in my marriage where I want to, you want to give your opinion, you want to say, this is what I believe. But when you apply divine wisdom, divine wisdom, divine wisdom, divine wisdom. For instance, the Bible says, like I said earlier, wisdom says, be quick to hear, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. Maybe I've heard something that I'm not supposed to, uh, I'm, I'm not happy with, or my wife says something that, that is not something that I'm looking for or something that I want to hear. But the Bible says, be quick to hear, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. Like I said earlier, no, I really want to tell this. I want to say this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want to say. But divine wisdom tells you, no, that's not, you're going to get into serious trouble. Like I said earlier, my wife said, women what have the memory of an elephant. She will remind you of certain things that have been happening. If you don't engage divine wisdom, they will remind you of things that um, you said years ago. For instance, again, wisdom says silence is also an answer on certain occasions. You don't want to be silent, <laughs> not all the time. That's not what you want to do. You want to be quick to speak. You want to be quick to retort. But James chapter 1, verse 19. Remember, James is the one, is the, the book from which we get the word, if any lack wisdom, if any lack wisdom, if any lack wisdom, let them ask of him that giveth liberally and abradeth not. And it's this same James who says, Beloved, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, be slow to speak, and be slow to wrath. Because if you are not quick, you are quick to hear, all right. But if you are not very careful, you are quick to respond and to say something that you are not supposed to say. That is probably engaging either diabolical wisdom or engaging just earthly wisdom. And you end up saying something that you are not supposed to say. Now that works before you say I do. And also within the married relationship. These are things that we need to what, build capacity. It's important that we learn to do. Let me give you some practical uh, practical things um, like uh, in, in the form of what I'm talking about. For instance, divine wisdom says accept your differences. Accept your differences. You are not the same. Both of you are not the same. If I want to say you have to learn to accept your differences, divine wisdom will tell you, listen carefully. So I'm giving you some practical steps. Listen carefully. I remember my wife says, um, when, you are, when ladies are speaking, let's say for instance, I'm watching my TV program, and as she comes, she wants to say something that is important. <laughs> That's important to her. And it's important that whilst they are speaking, that we have learned over the years to apply divine wisdom, to listen while they are speaking. It says, give us your full attention. Listen carefully. Listen. Listen. My wife used to say years ago, as usual, you were not listening. As usual, you were not listening. Probably they've come at a time when maybe we are watching something that is very important to us, and we are in two, see, you actually say, did you hear what I said? Oh yes, go unto you if they ask you to repeat what they were telling you. Glory to God. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Divine wisdom tells you listen carefully, not half-heartedly. Divine wisdom will tell you um, encourage one another. Divine wisdom will tell you respect one another. And sometimes this is one that we may not like. Divine wisdom will tell you do it their way. Sometimes do it their way. 
do it their way. One of the worst things you can do in a relationship either prior to either courting or dating or within the marriage setting is to let's say do something or help them with the house chores or something. And then you say, didn't you see I, I washed the dishes? Didn't you see I took this now the other day? Did you see? We have divine wisdom tells you don't boast about it. <laughs> don't talk about it. Just do it like Nike says. Just do it. <laughs> just what? Just do it. No credit, no praising yourself. Just what? Do it. Do, do it their way. And sometimes it's very important for you to do things before they ask, before your spouse tells you to do it. <laughs> do it. Before they tell you, you know, the dishes are there, you know, you can wash the dishes. She's tired or he's tired, whichever way. Do it their way or do it before they ask you. This, you may, that's not what you may want to do in the natural. Do it their way. Do it their way. And also, a divine wisdom will tell you, know their needs and meet it, whether it's the husband or the wife or your fiancé or your spouse-to-be. Know their needs and meet them. Know their needs. I mean, that's why the Bible tells us, um, dwell with your wives according to knowledge. <laughs> you need to study them. Study your partner, know their needs, and then what? Meet them. Know their needs and meet them. This is what divine wisdom tells you you need to do. Practical things that you need to do. And then also apologize. Oh, God. <laughs> that's one thing that most, that's the last thing that some people want to do, especially if it happens to do with uh, your cultural background where you come from a place where they don't tell you, <laughs> you need to say sorry. He says, it's very important. Forgive, forgive, apologize. Apologize. That's not what you may want to do, but divine wisdom tells you, if you're going to walk in divine wisdom, it tells you, apologize. Learn to say, I'm sorry. That's the last vocabulary that <laughs> somebody wants to use. Apologize. Apologize. Very important. Then, forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Very, very important. Forgive quickly. We're talking about enhancing your relationship by engaging divine wisdom. Now, you are in love, all right, but these are the practical expressions of this love you're talking about. Engaging divine wisdom. Engaging divine wisdom. Just do it and don't expect compliments. Just do it. Very important. Then respond quickly. Respond quickly to the other person's requests. Respond quickly to the other person's requests. Then say, I'm going to do it in my own time. Unfortunately for you, say, I'm going to do it in my own time, and you never get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, that's dangerous for you. Respond quickly to the other person's requests. Respond quickly to the other person's request. Remember, forgive quickly is crucial. Learn to apologize. Before you say I do, it becomes easier to apologize after you say I do. That's a good one. Learning to apologize before you say I do becomes easier to apologize after you say I do. So, because you're practicing these things, you're engaging wisdom, you're being wise. In applying this particular kind of wisdom, very, very important. So, forgive quickly, respond quickly to the other person's requests, very, very important. Then also, find ways to surprise and delight your spouse with random acts of thoughtfulness. Find ways to surprise and delight your spouse with random acts of thoughtfulness. Random acts of thoughtfulness. Very, very important. Random acts of what? Thoughtfulness. 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 Very important. Thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness. Then, prefer each other over others. Prefer each other over others. Prefer each other over others. Divine wisdom tells you to be kind. You know, when you read First Corinthians chapter 30, sometimes we throw the word about you love people, you use the word love all over the place. But First Corinthians chapter 13 describes what the God kind of love is. Some of the attributes being be kind, be kind, practical expressions, be kind, be 
kind. Be polite. Be polite. Be gentle. These are practical things. The practical expressions of divine wisdom. The God kind of wisdom sets you on high above all. It cannot be disputed. It cannot be refuted. It cannot be contradicted. Be kind to one another. Be kind to people. Be kind to one another. Especially be polite to one another. Be polite. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> I remember. Why am I laughing? I remember years ago, my wife would say, you have been harsh, harsh, harsh. I've been harsh. Practical. See? That's what I'm saying. We are always ready. We are always ready. So, be kind to one another. We're talking about enhancing our relationships by engaging divine wisdom. And one of the practical expressions of divine, divine wisdom is being kind. Being kind. Being kind and being polite. Being polite. Maybe he doesn't know what you want to do. You want to tell them your mind. Habib Suleiman, God bless you. The God kind of wisdom tells you to be kind. You know, First Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. Um, let me look for First uh, Corinthians chapter 13. Let's go there. That's God expressing God's kind of love. God's kind of love. First Corinthians chapter 13 releases this attributes. First Corinthians 13. Glory to God. He says, if I speak in tongues, we're talking about enhancing our relationships by engaging divine wisdom. One of the practical expressions of divine wisdom is being kind and being polite. He says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, um, um, only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. Then he continues from verse 4. He says, love is patient. So we throw this love word about all over the place. But what is love? What is the God kind of love? How do we express the God kind of love to one another? Whether in a relationship, before you say I do, or within the marriage session, or generally in life. He says love is patient. So anytime we say we love somebody, he says love is patient. So love is patient. If you're engaging the natural senses, maybe you, are, you don't want to be patient at a particular point in time. But the Bible says love is patient. Love is kind. It says love does not envy. Love does not envy. It says love does not boast. It says love is not proud. These are the biblical definitions of the God kind of love, God kind of wisdom in expression. If we want to go far, <laughs> Corinthians chapter 13, it says, I'm only a resounding gongo clanging symbol if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all that I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship, that I may boast, but do not have love, that's the God kind of love is what we're talking about here. We're talking about enhancing our relationships by engaging divine wisdom. Divine wisdom, one of the forms of divine wisdom is working a God's kind of love towards one another. So it continues, it said, love is patient. So what we need to do is to express patience with one another. Patience with one another. That's engaging the God kind of wisdom. We must be patient with one another. It says, love is kind. We must be kind to one another. If you are, <laughs> if you are rude when you are single, you will be rude when you say, I do. If you are rude when you so, that's what I'm saying. Before we start, before you say I do, the summary of everything I'm talking about is before you say I do, build wisdom capacity. Build the God kind of wisdom to operate by. That is what is that in all your getting, get wisdom, get wisdom, get understanding of this thing we are talking about. You know, there's some people who think that if love is just all about. And we are always in each other's arms and listen, there are bills to be paid. <laughs> There's work to go to. There are things to be done. That's why you need to build this kind of wisdom. 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 You will not be in each other's face or holding each other all the time. Listen to me. Somebody got to go to work. Somebody got to make some money. So you need to learn these things. Very, very important. Wisdom. 
wisdom, 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 wisdom. It says love is patient. Love is kind. Your husband is not going to become a millionaire overnight. The Joneses maybe have got their money. He says, why are you not like uh, 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 the Joneses? Why are you not like, you know, when I visited my friend, they had three cars parked in their driveway. Listen to me. <laughs> Apply divine wisdom when you are single. Don't wait to be married first. That's why I said start by building divine capacity, building, building wisdom capacity. You know, Bible says, they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. You have a friend, maybe they are in Harvard, or maybe they are in, you know, <laughs> they are in uh, Baltimore. Listen, love is patient. Take your time to arrive at your destination. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't compare your fiancé with somebody else. Don't compare your spouse with somebody else. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. Love is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Before you say, I do it, people understand this. Is, it is not self-seeking. That everything has to be about me. Everything has to be about you. Love is not self-seeking. That's why you need to go for divine wisdom. To approach things with divine wisdom. To approach issues. To approach it. Approach situations with the God kind of wisdom. Love is not does not dishonor others. Love is not self-seeking. It's not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. Not easily. These are the practical expressions of the love that we are talking about. It's not. It's not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. This is divine wisdom. First Corinthians, the practical expression of God's kind of wisdom. How God will react to us, how we, how we should react to one another, approach each other, live with one another, operate with one another. Generally in society, in our relationships, in our families, in church, in our businesses, that's the way we should handle one another. With divine wisdom, we will treat one another generally better than we may be doing at the moment. This is a practical expression of divine wisdom. That's why you must go for wisdom. You must go for divine wisdom. You must go. That's why I said get wisdom. Get wisdom. And in all your getting of wisdom, get understanding. Get understanding. We are not in this relationship to be self-seeking, to be self-centered. That's not you. you we will not survive if we are self-seeking, self-centered, and are not thinking of the welfare of others, more especially when it comes to our finances or our, our spouses, etc., etc. Love does not keep record of wrongs. In the natural, you may want to calculate. <laughs> that reminds me of when we first got married. Um, my wife, we just started having... When we got married, we were just Joe Blows, ignorant people, just what we knew was what we knew, and we just started, you know, on the journey. First, first month we are married, and unfortunately one day I come across my wife's uh, diary, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, don't try this one. You know, you don't touch a woman's diary. In those days, you have those small pocket diaries. I came across my, my, my wife's diary, and I humorously say, I felt led by the spirit. <laughs> felt led by the Spirit to open this diary and find out what was in this diary. For some strange reason, I opened my wife's diary, glory to God. <laughs> and I started reading, and I uh, I hear uh, my wife calls me mine. So I see uh, yesterday mine did this, today mine did that, on the 31st this mine did this, uh, my husband did this and then did that. So after I read the whole thing, <laughs> when she came back home, I don't know where she was, where I had the access to her diary to be able to read, but like I said, don't go reading your wife's diary. That's dangerous if you want to live long on this planet. <laughs> so when she came, I said, you know, um, you know, when you need to talk about strategy, you have to start with arm because you need to be very careful about the women's diaries. I said, I came across your diaries and I saw I, your diary. And I saw you said yesterday I did this two days ago I did that last week I did that I said to him this is what I said <laughs> I said the rate at which you are writing I did this and I did that <laughs> and I did that by the time you we finish 
you need a full a whole factory which manufactures diaries because you know one thing you need to understand your husband is not perfect your wife is not perfect your your fiance is not perfect your fiance is not perfect your spouse to be is not perfect none of you are perfect listen to the good news you are all under construction you are all under construction before you say i do go for wisdom because you are all we are all under construction and if we are under construction we need solid building blocks solid bricks solid cement building blocks and those building blocks are wisdom divine wisdom divine wisdom divine wisdom divine wisdom we need these building blocks of divine wisdom to be able to build relationships that last. Let's close with First um, Corinthians. So love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects. Love always protects. My wife says, I didn't apply divine wisdom before saying I do. So, see, we are telling you, we are being vulnerable before you to tell you, we were not perfect, we are not perfect, but we are working towards perfection. Everyone that is very truthful about their relationships will tell you they are all working. But the good, the good news is that once you are willing to learn, like I think Cynthia Hines said earlier, once you are willing to learn, that's why it says, if any lack, guess what he said? He did not say, if any lack love. As for love, it's always there among all relationships. If any lack wisdom, because he knows, okay, you are in love, you care for one another, you want to go far, you're married. But what will keep your relationship going is divine wisdom. So it says, if any lack this kind of wisdom that will help you to make it glory to God, he said, let them ask of me through the scriptures, through messages like this, through uh, uh, um, 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 the scriptures, the, the book of Proverbs. He says, if any lack wisdom, let them ask of me who gives liberally and upbraideth not. So it says, Love is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. We don't get angry all the time. We don't get angry all the time. Practicing divine wisdom now makes it easier to practice it before when you say, I do. When you go for wisdom, when you discover wisdom is the principal thing. Right from the scratch. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. It says, wisdom is the first thing. The word principal means the first, the primary, the very first. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Remember, love, love is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. So, get wisdom. And now you're getting of wisdom, get understanding of what you are doing. So, when somebody asks you what, why you're doing what you're doing, you can explain it. So, it says, practicing divine wisdom now makes it easier to practice it when you say, I do. Divine wisdom is what you need to react to every situation you find yourself. And in closing, it says, love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It says, love always protects. That is divine wisdom. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always preserves all things. And then it says, love never fails. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there's knowledge, it will pass away. It says there are three things, faith, hope, and love. But at the end of the day, what abides more than everything else, it says, is the love of God. That is love of God born out of divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Let me pray for you. Proverbs chapter 21. Is it Proverbs chapter 21 verse 15? Once again, it says, I will give you the kind of wisdom that nobody will be able to contradict, nobody will be able to despise, nobody will be able to argue against. Proverbs chapter 20, is it Proverbs 21 verse 15, once again, glory to God. I will give you the kind of wisdom that cannot be, Luke 21 verse 15. I pray Luke 21 verse 15 over your life. May God grant you this kind of wisdom that cannot be disputed, that cannot be reproved, that cannot be argued against. May that wisdom Prevail in your life, prevail in your career, prevail in your profession, in the precious name of Jesus. May the Lord perfect divine wisdom in our life. And like James said, if any lack wisdom, let them ask of him that giveth liberally and upbraideth not. May the Lord grant you this wisdom. In Luke chapter 21, verse 15, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says there are three things. Knowledge, 
wisdom, and understanding. These are the three things you need. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to become everything that God has called you to be. Proverbs 24. Let's close with Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 4. It says, by wisdom, listen to this, by wisdom a house is built. Oh my God. By wisdom a house is built. So, like I said, God said, I will give you a mouth and I will give you wisdom with all your adversaries shall not, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gain, say, nor resist. Let's close with Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. It says, by wisdom a house is built. This is powerful. By wisdom a house, a marriage, a relationship, a family, a business, a career, a ministry. By wisdom a house is built. A relationship is built. That's what you need to build. Your relationship, your ministry, your career, your church, your family. By wisdom, a house. That's what you need to go. You build your life by wisdom. By wisdom, a house is built. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. By wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Let's close with that. By which, look at what you build your house with, your relationship, your marriage. That's what, if we have not been doing that before, all of us, this is the secret. Let's start with this. Let's start with this. By wisdom, it makes all the difference. By wisdom, a house is built. By wisdom, a relationship, a marriage, a family, a business, a career, a ministry. By wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Wise man is full of strength, and a man of knowledge enhances his might. For by divine guidance, by wise guidance, you can wage war. And in the abundance of counselors, there is victory. Wisdom is too high for a fool. In the gate, it does not open his mouth. Wisdom is too high for a fool. In the gate, he does not open his mouth. Look at the three. Wisdom. By wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. May wisdom, knowledge, understanding, may it become a reality. It is manifestation in your life and in my life. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Once again, thank you all for joining us this evening. Share this with as many people. And go for wisdom. Go after wisdom. Go after knowledge. Go after understanding. Go for these treasures. It will change your life. I'd like to thank you all for joining us this evening. Share this message with as many people as you can. And also, get these materials. We're going to play the last clip. Get this material. These books, they will enhance your relationship. They will enhance your business. They will enhance your marriage. They will enhance your friendships in the precious name of Jesus. Tomorrow we'll be back at 7 p.m. with Kingdom Thinkers Forum. This Saturday we are back as we deal with the strategic questions we need to ask. Um, the strategic questions that achievers ask. That is why they always stand out. Don't forget, in all you're getting, get wisdom. In all you're getting of wisdom, get understanding. God richly bless you all for joining us in the name of Jesus. We receive wisdom, we receive knowledge, and we receive understanding. God richly bless you. The Relationship Package by Dr. Michael and Bernice Hutton-Wood. Experience total joy and satisfaction as you embrace five carefully written books for every relationship. Single, married, divorced, and separated. Learn the dynamics of what makes a good relationship and how to sustain it for a lifetime. That's how you marry them. That's the end of your life. Your marriage partner is for destiny. So that's why I say you don't only look at love. 
and the woman's skirt and the man's six pack of four pack. If my wife was looking for four pack and six pack, should he have married me? I don't have any pack. It was my personality. And she discovered that this is the man she can fulfill destiny with. And I discovered that she is the only woman who can assist me to fulfill destiny. Marriage choices is from the angle of destiny. That includes no ringing, no dinging. 50 common mistakes singles make. 200 questions you must ask, investigate, and know before you say, I do. What husbands want and what wives really want. And the 101 tips for a great marriage. A must for your library. Order yours today and receive a special discount on the entire package. Please call, write, or visit our website using the information on your screen. 